So what kind of controversy should I put on the thumbnail for this week? Like, like we're talking like maximum clickbait. What is what 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 are we talking about right now? Because if I look at like at least the subreddit, it feels like there's it, there's just a dumpster fire of stuff between the last time we talked. So like like whose face do we put on the thumbnail for for maximum clicks? Why don't we combine all of the controversy into one? So like so like a photo of of flat physically harming a, a pure while uh, in Saudi Arabia abortion oh question mark? that I I didn't even think about that okay so 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 pure pure Saudi Arabia flat fetus together. Yeah, I'm yeah. not gonna do that. But Pure maybe loves I'll... Russia and hates abortion, <laughs> with multiple exclamation marks and question marks. Is it point or mark? Is there a right answer to that? Do you say point? You corrected yourself know. to say mark. Okay, that's not important. No, I said question mark and exclamation points. Mm, fine. I think. Um, dude, I don't, I don't even know where to where to begin. You know? Do you know? You know? I did that thing. Some, sometimes this happens to me. We're about two days, about 48 hours out from recording. It's like Saturday, and I'm, and I'm thinking to myself, like, okay, we're going to do a podcast in a couple days. There's, like, not much to talk about what we're going to do. And then suddenly, well, bam, um, that problem solved. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. One at a time. The player pure part of the Virtus Pro organization, an organization that has already been in hot water when it comes to um, their stance on the Ukraine invasion by Russia. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. They've, they've been pretty, pretty, um, I, honestly, their PR is incredibly bad. It's amazing how bad of a job they've done. Like, you know, like whatever. Like, you you're owned by some oligarch who uh, who is like buddies buddies with Putin. Like, you know, that's gonna be hard to get around. But like, somehow they made it like ten times worse by being like, oh, cancel culture. I mean, like, anytime you've got demon on your side of the argument when he's jumping in and being like, yo, you guys are right. You probably have done a bad job with your PR. So the fact that um, they, they've just been all like, anything against us is Russophobic or cancel culture and that sort of stuff um, is is absolutely amazing. So this is an organization who is that has already been in hot water that like it's hard to feel sympathetic for at all, right? Because I'm sure there's some people a part of the organization um, that like do support Ukraine, you know? Like you can't just paint up a broad brush across everybody in this organization is against uh ukraine you know like i'm sure that but it's hard to be sympathetic when they do shit like that you know but 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 cap this isn't we're not talking about vp we're talking about outsiders the team that is definitely not vp Ah, affiliated at all yeah so i feel like i feel like your whole point is like a little bit moot because they're not the same team their logos aren't the same thing their twitter account isn't really the same the players Mm -hmm. aren't the same Mm -hmm. across multiple games like there's it's it's different people so we should really focus on outsiders who yes are no longer in the dpc and were disqualified Yes, uh, easy mistake to make. Of course, Virtus Pro has been doing free PR for this new organization called Outsiders. Mm-hmm. They've been very supportive of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, great to see. Very, uh, you know, very brotherly. <laughs> uh, really trying to help them out uh, purely for um, you know good intentions. I'm sure there's. I'm sure there's no tie between uh, these two. Yeah, it just seems like Virtus Pro is just like, oh yeah, like. You know, like how uh, orgs are like, oh, and here's our female like team, you know, like uh, I think somebody just announced somebody just announced like javelins or something like that. And it was like their female Valorant team or something like that. You know, it's like Virtus Pro is just like, yeah, this is our new brand team called Outsiders. Buy an outsider shirt now. Like <laughs> it's so fucking weird. I don't know. I don't know how they're getting away with this. There, There must be some sort of like 
communication between the orgs um, and and rule setting because like I, I'm just watching Virtus Pro do all of the stuff for outsiders so like it really doesn't feel like there's much of a change between the two whatsoever but nope. uh, that aside uh, they they've just done a really bad job of handling all this and uh, are not making any fans and they're probably making a very few select fans like true, true. <laughs> maybe they're they're maybe they're getting the fans exactly the kind of fans that they want but um so they've already they've already had bad precedent brad pr they they are just they've been in hot water for a long time it's hard to be sympathetic towards them and then their player during a pause, during an official DPC match, writes a Z on the minimap very intentionally. Nobody say this is an accident. It was so clear that it was intentional. You can look at it at the replay. He even like redid the bottom line again. Um, you know, it, it, he intentionally wrote a Z, which um, if you have paid at all attention is just basically the go-to symbol to support Russia at this point. Um, it's close to a modern day swastika. Yeah, it's like if you were supportive of Germany in World War II, then you probably would, you know, throw down a, a swastika somewhere. Um, this is similar in the regard of it's a symbol just saying like, hey, I support this sort of thing. And um, his team um, immediately scribbled it out. And, Except for um, someone who tipped him. <laughs> a D DM, DM tipped him. Uh, and we'll talk about DM in a second because he has a follow-up to this whole thing. Um, and yeah, he, and he does that in an official DPC match. Um, they they uh, get called out for it. And BTS uh, sends some emails with Valve. And apparently Valve comes back and says, okay, these guys should be disqualified because that's what BTS did. They disqualified them. And I can't imagine BTS is making those kind of shots without Valve's approval. Um, as pretty much any tournament organizer right now when it comes to the, the DPC. It's like you want to get Valve's approval for this sort of stuff. So uh, Outsiders is forfeits their uh, DPC matches and is kicked out. Um, we don't know what the long-term results of this. All we know is that they got kicked out of this tournament. We don't know if they're banned from future DPCs or what, but um, for now... That has been the fallout. <clears throat> can I can I just uh, light addendum that uh, they did this in a match where they were playing Ukrainian players? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean that's uh that's a that's another little bit of of context added in there. Um, it which, you don't need you know, the context. It, it it's still atrocious without it. But just yes, just, just it's a still little... bad without it. <laughs> Chances are, like no matter what team they're facing up against, there's probably going to be Ukrainian player. But yeah, this is a specifically Ukrainian team, and um, yeah, that that happens. Uh, they get bounced out. Um, they do an apology, not apology. They do. Uh, I'm sorry if I offended anyone. This apology. was like. This was like, like Logan Paul PewDiePie esque apology. Like, yeah, it, it, it was that was an accident, and I'm sorry if it offended anybody. It's like, okay, well then you you aren't claiming any responsibility whatsoever. You're saying that like, ah, I just whoa randomly drew a Z. Uh, sorry if, if you were uh, offended by the, my accidental drawing. Um, definitely didn't mean to do that. Which stuff. you definitely obviously did. Pro um, tip. And e even if you didn't mean to, your team clearly saw it as a Z and crossed it out. So there was immediately a feedback from, let's say, let's say we live in this fucking happy, happy doopy world where you just accidentally draw a fucking <laughs> Z. Oh, whoops. You don't do that? You, you know, don't do that? Who he, I, he immediately... He immediately gets the feedback loop from his own team that like, hey, that was fucked up. Don't do that. That was the wrong thing to do. He immediately gets that feedback loop. So like he, from then on out, knows that his actions were wrong. 
And, you know, they only do this. I'm sorry if you were offended. It was an accident thing after they they um, they get called out for it. And it's like, I don't know, it's just so fucking unbelievable, honestly. What is wrong with fucking these orgs and these teams? Like, Jesus Christ. It, and it's the orgs' fault, too. It's the orgs' fault, too. Because everything that we've seen from the culture that is coming out of the Virtus Pro organization, I almost guarantee that they did not have a talk with their players about, like, hey, Here's what you shouldn't be doing any of these sorts of things. Like no matter how edgy your sense of humor is or whatever, like stay away from any of these things. Z don't write a Z anytime, anytime soon. Uh, don't don't be talking about Ukraine uh, at all. Period. Don't be talking about wars generally. Just like across the board, <laughs> don't be talking about shit. Don't talk about World War II. Don't don't talk about any of this stuff under no circumstances should you be talking about any of this. And here's why: there's no way this organization did something like that. I would love to see the PowerPoint of of that presentation because, like, uh, from working with a team. If I had to go meet with players or someone in the org did, there would be like, you know, like a deck and like a meeting like, hey, everybody, we're going to have like an educational moment. And you're right. There's no way VP slash outsiders did this. But the idea of what that deck would have to look like is very funny to me. <laughs> yeah. Don't, no yeah. Z's, man. It's um, pro tip for anybody who needs to apologize for literally anything ever uh even if you don't mean it uh you have to actually say sorry or i apologize to kind of start yeah. with it and and as soon as that isn't the first thing that pure is saying in this it, it was physically uncomfortable for me to watch his apology not even in like a oh this is like fucked up way like I'm getting some kind of like fucked up enjoyment out of it I got negative enjoyment out of it it was it was cringy and uncomfortable for me to look at this teenager uh, go oh, hey everybody <laughs> my bad I guess <laughs> you should be less sensitive <sighs> um dude what a, what a what an absolute shit show yeah and it's right this is, a, this is an 18 year old kid who has had zero professional history um, the Virtus Pro is his first big team. It's his first like team, period. Right? It's his first like actual like trying to make money team. This is a huge opportunity for him, and he immediately shits the bed. Uh, in very good comparison to that Russian kid um, who was in some sort of sporting event. I think it was like go karting or something like that. Who did the 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 German salute? Uh, you know the whole Heil Hitler sort of thing yeah he did that on on the the prize stand um immediately got got shit canned um for doing something like that uh absolutely insane um so pretty bonkers that something like that happens um they get kicked out and then dm who we mentioned earlier is the one who tipped um who uh tipped his teammate Pure. his teammate yeah yeah and, and I like whatever that tip means. It's whatever. Like I, 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 I don't. I don't. I think it's too far of a stretch to say he's supportive or thought it was funny or something like that. Tipping can be like a very a broad spectrum of why you tip somebody. Um, but he did tweet out, uh, "Dear Valve," he added Valve and added Dota two. On behalf of myself and my teammates, I would like to kindly ask you to reconsider your recent decision on our disqualification from the DPC tournament. Please let us compete and prove being one of the strongest teams in Eastern Europe region in front of our fans from all over the globe uh, with honor, honesty, 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 and dignity, dignity, don't. Don't ruin our careers just because of some stupid random action by an 18-year-old boy. Random? We just want to do the only thing we love in this life, play Dota. Okay. So, yeah, you've already pointed out the, the problems with this statement, okay? If DM wants to have that kind of statement, then he needs to be able to separate himself from Pure's actions and say, hey, don't punish the rest of us for something he did. 
But he, you also have to say what he did is wrong. But it doesn't seem like he's doing any of that. He's not saying what he did was wrong. And he's not saying, he calls it stupid actions. Like that's the that's the most like negative that he, he puts on this. But he doesn't actually like fully say, hey, this was totally wrong. I understand why this was wrong. You know, here's the reasons. Um, and, and like he deserves a punishment, but the rest of us don't. Like he's saying all of us, no, don't, don't ban us. Let all of us play. Uh, you know, it was just a stupid thing. Let's just play Dota. Uh, and that just like like it's so funny please do pr for these guys uh, like it's incredible it's incredible how bad it is if you really felt that way about your teammate and he was really an outlier and you really are worried about your career, I find it hard to believe that the action isn't kick this person off outsiders slash definitely not Virtus Pro. And instead, yeah. everybody who wants to still have a career leaves, potentially together. Uh -huh. You can go play, you can play Dota as U4 or U3, find someone else, maybe get re-signed to a different org sometime soon if you're actually that good, but like, that's that's the play here. The play isn't, ah, we kicked this guy, we're still okay, especially if you're not condemning him. The play is hard condemn and peace the fuck out, uh, and that's not what they're doing. And, you know, even if I give them the slightest, the slightest benefit of the doubt um, that, that they're not sure what's best with contracts or their careers, like, they're they're not showing any level of remorse that I think is appropriate in the situation, which makes me feel like all of them are equally shitty. Maybe not equally. All of them are a little uh. less shitty than pure, but, like, they're, 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 there is a collective level of culpability. I mean, uh we we just haven't heard from the other teammates um for example gpk somewhere in a twitch chat it was screenshotted saying looking for looking for team mm -hmm. uh and i think he said specified europe or something like that you know it's like um so you know say if some of the other people just don't want to say anything about this uh i i kind of understand maybe they think they just keep a low profile um maybe that's the best thing for them um, and, and like before anybody says like, oh, well, you, you, they can't go against Russia. You can't go with Putin. Like there are ways for you to be able to say, hey, this was a stupid action without explicitly stating that you support Ukraine. You know, there, there are definitely ways to be able to do that. But there, there doesn't seem to be any of that whatsoever. Um, you know, you, you can do the things that some people do, which is like we've seen from some Russian players and orgs where it's like we stand for peace. You know, we just want to have peace anywhere. We don't want to have war anywhere. You know, like you can do broad statements mm -hmm. like that, which is like, okay, we kind of get where you're going with this. We understand that like it's unreasonable for me to ask you to, to directly say, Putin, go fuck yourself. You know, it's like that. that's unreasonable for me to ask. Um, but, but like, it, it, man. <laughs> Can 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 I can I make a request real quick for a reprieve yeah. from the conversation before we probably get to more icky conversation? Uh -huh. Are you surprised at all that that bet boom, formerly known as Windstrike, were the people who came out on top of this uh, this event? Can we can we read much Extremely. into this? Extremely, Extremely surprised. surprised because they were the Division Two team before the season started. Yes, it's a uh, Seneco um, team. Were yeah, I probably would have expected CIS Rejects um, to be the team um, out of the two Division Two teams to to do well. Um, I, I I really like Seneco. Um, I'm not that I know him very well, but it's like um, everything that I've seen from him, I respect him a lot as a, as a player and a captain. Um, and it's maybe I'm not like maybe extremely surprised. It's a little bit too far, but. Um, just in general, I am a little suspicious that we are actually getting the best of the Eastern European teams going to the major. Um, not necessarily bet boom themselves. They seem like they're definitely in that top three. They did beat Spirit. Um, they beat Spirit and Spirit themselves said like, that. that's the thing. It's like Spirit... Uh, kind of like EG, like they, they at the start of a tournament, they like TI itself, right? DI itself, the big tournament that they won, they did not start well, mm -hmm. right? They they looked like a middle to lower team after day one. 
but by the end of groups, they looked much better. Um, and so, like, the very first match that they play is against Spirit, which they win 2-1. Spirits themselves say we played like shit, and we just we realized we needed to, like, level up our game. Um, Spirit went on to 2-0 everybody else after that. So, you know, I think there is some legitimacy to, to what they're saying there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they went on to beat Na'Vi 2-1 and Mind Games 2-0. Um, so I, I think Bet Boom is definitely in the top three. Um, but the other team that does make me a bit questioning is Mind Games, who basically got in off of being able to... They were in a triple elimination and only had to win two matches. That's how the, the, the dice kind of rolled for them because they got all of the Outsiders DQ matches. Mm-hmm. They uh, Mind Games beat Puck Champ in their first round and then yeah. got the DQ win over Outsiders, which put them in the upper bracket final. And because there were three teams, you're right, it was basically triple elimination. So they played the upper bracket final, they lost. The lower bracket final, they lost. And then the third slot decider final, which they won against CIS Rejects. Well, and they also got another DQ win over Outsiders. Oh, the, the, <laughs> I didn't know In they the got... third place decider. <laughs> so they had two matches that were decided by Outsiders DQ. Um, so and so they go and face up against CIS Rejects. CIS Rejects managed to beat Na'Vi. Um, so, you know, like, again, I, I thought CIS Rejects out of the two of them. Um that I thought CIS rejects were likely to make it. Um, so I'm a little suspicious. Just the, I would not be surprised if we saw um, at least one of these teams like flop out of the major um, and be last place. Um, just, just because the, all the circumstances going on with Eastern Europe right now, I question whether or not like teams were at full strength for that qualifier and stuff like that. So Absolutely. I think you have to consider all that. And we know now for sure, for sure, that while we have those three teams going, the four Chinese teams will not be going. They'll be playing a separate tournament and the groups will go from nine to seven and it'll still be TI adjacent, except with only one team being eliminated in the groups. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which uh, also resulted in, it's a little bit of inside scoop, that also resulted in um, a change up of the schedule. Um, obviously, with less teams, there are less matches, and with less matches, it means less talent were needed. Um, so I believe a, uh, a pair of talent were cut uh, after they had been hired. So that's unfortunate. Oh, that doesn't feel good. Yeah. For like Don't a couple reasons. That doesn't all. feel good at all. Yeah. I mean, it's like I don't really blame ESL. But but there's like, there's no it, way it came from Valve and Valve's like, "Okay, we're changing this. We're changing the schedule. Here's here's the new thing, you know?" But so th- th- that that probably implies that Valve took budget away because of the change. Because why, if, 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 if your total, I feel like they can't take money away after the contract. And if they're taking, or it just means that there's not enough matches for all these casters. Right. But then, then they, still, you should, you they should have pay hired them. a yeah. lot of talent. Okay. They've hired a lot of talent, but the, so, the, the talent reveal sheet I saw was like five people <laughs> two yeah, months that, ago. There's, there's, there's some more people being added to that still. Um, <laughs> Boy, when I finally get to talk about this, it just gets worse and worse every time, Joey. Every week. I, I finally got an email today about what I'm going to be doing at the major after asking for like the last month and a half, two months. It's uh, It's been ridiculous. Uh, so uh, I'm just going to go there and do the best job that I can and... Um, maybe the product's gonna suck but you know it is what it is you're gonna do a great job and people are gonna like the product yeah well we'll see (laughs) we'll see good vibes all my all my demands have gone out the window at this point in time i was i said i was like okay you want me to do this here's the things that i need and um none of those things uh are happening and uh i'm i'm just like okay whatever i'm just gonna go someone's not getting their green m&ms in the dressing room yeah yeah exactly where are my green M&Ms? God damn it. Uh, so to get back on the train of 
Eastern Europe and people being questionable yeah. about it. Um, the last uh, probably 24 hours now have been a really hotbed of conversations regarding uh, Vlat uh, on Reddit particularly. Okay, you probably know more about this than I do because I saw the Reddit thread that did not get deleted um, and I kind of read it and I was just like, okay, whatever. I just don't care. So, so this is really hard to parse for me. This is really hard mm-hmm. to parse. My, my understanding and a like big asterisk, like, like grain of salt, second information, my interpretation is that, uh, Vlat, while, you know, very publicly calling for Pure's condemnation, uh, is may have not great takes on Russia himself from a Ukrainian perspective that may be uh, falling in the extremist bucket uh, that may or may not include genocide related thoughts. Oh, okay. Um, I'm, I'm laughing. <laughs> that is indeed extreme. I'm laughing because I'm a little uncomfortable because again, uh, full picture not fully understood because trying to parse this information was very tough and especially if I can I, I, I don't talk a lot about the, the, the Reddit modding stuff on the show because I think it's like really stupid um, and I don't like to take credit for it because I really don't do that much but occasionally I think instances like this is when it's like a really prime example to have uh, some humans making some judgment calls about threads and I think that this is one of the first times that I have so blatantly thought that there was uh, a thread being influenced by outside sources. Uh, not like in a traditional brigading sense, like I'm Mason and I'm and I don't like a Reddit thread and I'm watching it on stream and I'm telling all my audience to go downvote it, right? Like that 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 happens. But this felt like the stuff that you hear talk about on the news of like there there there's a farm of people at computers with accounts creating like disinformation and shit talking people because if you look in that thread which is still up and i really don't know if that is or isn't the right call still um (laughs) moderation is an imperfect art uh there there is so many comments an obtusely large amount of comments compared to normal threads in general but also just right there also if you're looking at the accounts 1400 comments that's a fuck ton that that it's like top like that that it's like the the biggest threads that like probably Dota in a month yeah that, that that's probably yeah. the most comments in like a month ish um the the all time list I'm looking at it right now twelve hundred comments fifty three hundred comments seven hundred and fifty comments thirty two hundred comments this is way above normal uh huh way above for normal like for the, a thread. the the biggest threads of all time upvote wise. Uh, and again, that's the comments, not the upvotes, right? But like when you yeah. look in them for the ones that aren't deleted that you can still see, I think we removed a lot, like a fuck ton of them. Uh, but so many, I would say probably 60% of the posts in there were from accounts that, that uh, don't have flares. That's a red flag. Most people on the subreddit who use it regularly have some kind of hero flare. Most posts were in uh, very broken English. Uh, which is another red flag because while we do get people from, you know, as English second language, uh, Europe, Eastern European communities, like generally it's not in, in that mass quantity. A mm. lot of people uh, aggressive against Ukraine uh, in, in the comments in like a lot of different ways, both like in attempts to be funny and like just, just like outwardly like suggesting that Nazis are there. And looking through it was like, holy shit, I think this is like being targeted by some network to help create misinformation, which made the analysis Mm. of like what is good or bad about Vlat, the the conversation starter of of the post, even more confusing. Very, very hard to parse. Um, Okay. Can Can we start? What is the what is the thread? What what is the threat about? Because we haven't actually said that, and I'm still a little questionable on it. the 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 thread is about how Vlat was condemning Pure on Twitter for the Z 
thing that we were talking about earlier, while at the same yeah. time on Instagram posting a picture that is believed to be a reminiscent of like uh, Nazism because of the image of the two milks or beverages. Yeah, it looks in like his he's got two cart. juices and a yogurt next to each other. And basically the combined lettering of the three of them, it links to an article of the 14th Waffen Grenadier Division of the SS. <laughs> what the fuck? What? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so is, it, is this obscure knowledge or is this like... Because this is one of those things that, like, I literally don't know enough that I do quite, like, was this intentional? <laughs> was there, like, did, did Vlad write something that definitely made it clear that this was intentional? Like, just because, wait, what is this? What, is this... <laughs> it's his grocery this shopping. Division famous or something? Like, what? Um, yeah. The people in the comments were, were mentioning that, like, you know, he has been very publicly uh, right-leaning and very anti-Russia and it's like a continuation of a thread of opinions that he's had but like I don't have the references for all the other opinions that would that would validate those those claims right um mm. it seems to be public information but I without like I feel like I need a YouTube video essay for someone to sit down and like go through the facts with me to make an opinion because I'm not qualified to do it which, which makes the thread that much more confusing yeah so the pure thing I have an opinion on because it involved Dota this I feel like lightly involves Dota because Vlad is a, a Dota commentator, but nothing else outside of that involves Dota. Mm -hmm. And I saw this and I was just like, okay, yeah, Vlad might have some fucked up views, but like, I don't care enough to engage because it's not like I'm like real close with Vlad or something like that. Like we talk very, very rarely at events. And that's the extent of my... So it was just pretty much like, oh, okay, whatever. And I just moved on with my life. It, it now wouldn't be surprising if, like, in another period of time, something even more condemning goes out. And then you're like, okay, there really is, like, a pattern here. Maybe we should consider this person's uh, position if they're, like, advocating for really horrible things. But until that happens, I think it's still hard to to really put your chips somewhere in the whole conversation. And I think it's just left a lot of people confused more than anything else. But I do think that, that my takeaway of the most interesting thing is that I, I think that that thread was targeted by misinformation. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Which is wild. Our, our, our little nugget of community, you know, you, you, you know, you don't think about yeah. Dota like you would think about politics per se. Right. But but that is how, um, I mean, I think that's how you exert the most influence like directly on people is these more niche communities, right? It's also where like um, local city subreddits and stuff like that, um, I think are more likely to influence people's opinions um, on things like that. So I guess in some regards, it does make sense. That's... And Dota 2 is still probably one of the larger subreddits in, in the whole Reddit it is. I mean, there's there's a million people who follow it, right? Even if yeah. those are dead accounts. Um, I have a bone to pick with you. Okay. La last week we had uh, a, a conversation that you framed as as highly hypothetical, and I was mm -hmm. like engaging, <laughs> and like I I was engaging in good faith and just like theory crafting and thinking about um yeah, yeah, yeah. uh what. You know, I, I would do in this situation personally regarding you know Saudi Arabia and work and how to, how to how to do that. And then in the middle of the week, I I I was I was fucking taken. I almost fell out of my goddamn seat because 
because I saw this news about Gamers Without Borders, which is like a $4 million ESL Saudi Arabia tournament. And then I saw that there was like a Team Liquid post about it and like people were confused and interested. And, and, it, and it doesn't feel very hypothetical one week later, sir. Ah, uh, yes. I'm sure you're very surprised to know what I was talking about, <laughs> that it wasn't entirely hypothetical. Shocked! Uh, given, the, given the extra information you added to it, added to the hypothetical that I didn't even give up, I'm sure you're totally surprised. So yeah, Gamers Without Borders, um, it's a charity event that is um, obviously linked to Saudi Arabia. Um, I actually worked the previous one. Um, didn't really have uh, too too many moral qualms with it, um, but what I did realize uh, three years later, I think at this point or something like that, was that like if I was gonna do it, I do need to extract more money out of it, because mm. um, like like I shouldn't be doing my regular day rate for something like this. Um, I should there should definitely be a premium, um, and I believe I asked for too much, so I'm probably not gonna be doing it, but it's okay with me. Um, so nobody take this if they, if they see me not working it. Don't take it as a moral stand. There are some people who declined it um, purely off of moral grounds that they weren't going to do it, period. Um, I had no problem with it. It was just, I just realized that I should be asking more money for it. So I, I think that's <laughs> so get it. We'll see. We'll see who they hire for it. Ba based on like, uh, like, wwe and f1 and the money that they pay out for those kind of things and their performers yes. and their talent like i think that there's a lot of parody to that and esports because it's a very targeted uh i i you've mentioned the term i believe just taught to me the the idea of sports washing right so yes. uh I, th th it's very clearly one of those things right it's a charity event that's the best example of sports washing that uh, there can be uh-huh. So people are spending a lot of money, so you know, get get the money, uh, if if possible. And and, and again, like, you know, I, I wasn't in your exact situation, but just to kind of align with you a little bit, like there's there there there's a price. And and I do tremendously respect people who would say no just for the sake of saying no. But but there 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 there's surely a price. Um what was interesting is that there wasn't a lot of uh, talk about it too, too much, uh, with the exception of, I believe, the, the Team Liquid uh, post on the situation made some, made some waves, spe specifically in the Dota uh, subreddit. There's a lot of people talking about it. There was people bringing up uh, Aiden and Sania's like you know personal family history, which could be a little bit morally quandrosome with uh with uh the the government over there. Um, I don't mm -hmm. know uh how much I want to slash can say since I do know a little bit more than the average cat uh behind the scenes at least from a liquid perspective. Uh. But but what was your take on on at least that uh, messaging? Um, the liquid put out basically a, a post um, and a for a call. You guys basically said that you weren't going to restrict your teams from doing it, but you would leave it by a team by team basis um, and pretty much just. Um, I I, th I saw some people. I feel like you guys got a lot of praise for it. Um, where at the same time there was other people who were like, "This is a whole lot of nothing." Um, and I kind of agree with both. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I do in, too. In the fact that like I think that the statement was very realistic. In that like we can't we're, we're we like we stand for certain things, and some of these things are contradictory to um the the people and places that this is tied to um but we do need to operate within this this space and so we're not going to ban our teams from being a part of it and we're gonna leave it up to them um <clears throat> and i saw like richard lewis um said something about like how the messaging was very different from um from was it steve your yep. other ceo Yep. Um, and his tweet about Texas versus uh, Liquid's tweet about um, this, which uh, I mean, pretty big difference between a company talking about um, <clears throat> countries and organizations which they are going to do business with versus a personal take um, against a state within which you live. I, I don't know. I think those things are different. It makes sense that the messaging would be different. So... Um, 
Yeah, I feel like you guys got like a little bit too much praise, but I do understand the statement. It was like very realistic. I thought it was like very apt. It's like, yeah, this is a global economy. All this money is is dirty money. The the Richard Lewis thing, I both is really hard for me because I both agree with what he's saying, but like disagree with some of the venom behind it. Um, because yeah. like what he's saying is true. So like the uh, co- context, um, uh, at the LCS, uh, spring playoffs, just last week, two weeks ago a- in Texas, uh, all of the teams from that, that were there, 100 Thieves, EG, and, and Liquid, Riot offered them basically like a 90-second slot on the broadcast, both in the arena and online. And Liquid said, hey, like, we acknowledge that right now Texas, especially in relation to LGBT trans laws and in addition to abortion, we don't really, like, agree with what's going on here, and we want to do something about it and tell our fans, like, hey, we hear you if you're here, and think that there's, like, some fucked up stuff going on. So so we did that. We, we created a video message. We donated, like, 30% of our winnings uh, and, like, all of our sales from the event, like, to the ACLU Texas, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I personally made the video. I wrote it. Uh, I was really proud that we like did something um, that was a good video yeah thank you and and it um it, it clearly is in some light opposition to the stance on saudi arabia which is hey this esl deal is real there's going to potentially be more tournaments there and we think that we can't just outright bar our players from not competing in them for a couple reasons one it's probably disadvantageous to the players. Two, if you have players who we you don't allow to compete in events, suddenly they may not want to play for your team anymore, and you might have a hard time getting other players to play for your team because their moral standards might be different than yours. And and also like as as just as a business, it's it's hard to start to turn away tournaments for any amount of moral quandary because then if you're not playing in tournaments, what are you doing anymore as a team? Yeah. Um, it, it, it's a real slippery slope. And once slope. you start down that road, it, there, it is a pretty slippery slope because once you decline Saudi Arabia, um, then you probably also start declining China events and yeah, it, it starts getting real messy. And then, then the obvious, like, what about America question comes into play, you know, like, yeah, so, and so on and so forth. So, um, yeah. So I, I it's pretty, pretty yeah. realistic. I, I feel good, uh, that I that I genuinely think that we are we are thinking about this we being Team Liquid and and I don't even want to co-op credit too much if at all for it but like we're we're thinking about this we're thinking about how it impacts players and the community that we have and want to build and we're being upfront about it and also we are trying to activate in other areas that are potentially more targeted like the ACLU of Texas like the League of Legends finals to do something and naturally what comes up in, in the thread and response to people who are like critics of that is the uh, response of like well why I, it, you're you're doing something, uh, but clearly you're not doing enough because you're not taking like a hard uh, stand and boycotting or doing whatever. And it's it's hard for me uh, to read that stuff as someone who is like politically active but also works for the company and not get like a little bit heated deep down because it's a question of like, <clears throat> fuck man, we're doing something. And I think something yeah. is better than nothing, but you're being upset at me for not doing everything. Yeah. And that's maybe that's something that takes my therapist, but like that that that's a hard one for 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 me to to stand by and and watch. Uh, I mean, didn't we talk about this last time? Yeah, I mean, uh, we talked about you, this in I mean, a bunch of different did, ways, right? Yeah. Did, did, I mean, did you read that article, the mm-hmm. Copenhagen interpretation of ethics? Mm-hmm. Right. So, yep. The. Yeah, it's frustrating that, um, but I I kind of get why um, some people are like very sensitive to the idea of virtue signaling, um, but that also implies that you're. I think virtue signaling um, implies that you are doing something, uh, or you're not even necessarily doing anything. You're just signaling. You're just putting out a tweet. You're putting out a message of some sort. 
um, just purely for the positive feedback you get in return, the the clout, the positive feedback, the fans, whatever it is that you get in return, um, and you're not actually doing anything about it. Um, and and I think people get real sensitive about that and start applying that to like any time you're doing like you're you you do one of these things and as you said you do something but you're not doing enough like people start blurring that line of like virtue signaling where you're not doing anything and just doing it for the clout and and start applying that to any time you're not doing absolutely everything and saying that's virtue signaling as well right and i think that doesn't make any sense uh, so I, I'm pretty worked up right now about the news yesterday uh, coming out of the Supreme Court and Roe v. Wade in general, which I genuinely don't think we should talk about too much, if at all. But I feel like these are kind sure. of in, interlinked in in my head right now. So so forgive me for a second or skip to the next timestamp. Um, I I I feel. So more and more strongly every day that the idea of virtue signaling and and its appearance in um online discussions like reddit like twitter is such a fucking toxic alt-right republican fueled idea to tear down stuff Mm. um and i might just have a lot of vis visceral right now at the color red and anybody from that uh ideology because i'm very upset about uh the current state of america uh and i might be linking those a little bit too closely but but v- virtue signaling is is something that when used as a weapon uh by people which i think is like oftentimes disingenuous is it, it, it gets me a little hot mm. I think that's yep. the lightest I mean, way I can say it. <laughs> I think we, uh, I think we mostly agree in that, in that regard. So, I mean, would you agree that there are people who do like legitimate virtue signal? Yes, that, which like, l- legitimately just don't do anything and just put out fake messages just to be able to get positive results out of it. Which, like all things, is like a core nugget of the problem. Because when someone's yeah. like, oh, virtue signaling, like it, it's not a non-existent problem. It does happen, but I think that it is happening in in very small, limited scope compared to what people claims it happens, which is all the time across the board for everything that could even be received as positive. It also it also posits the the idea that you um know the ex- exact amount of things that that person is doing well so let's say i just tweet out uh i am for gay rights right uh and then that's all i do i just tweet that out um and then people could accuse me of virtue signaling but you have no idea what i've done personally to help in that regard you don't know if i've like ever gone to any marches or i've ever donated any money or any spent any volunteer hours or anything like that so um when you call it virtue signaling um you know it it also is like uh at least from my definition of it which means basically that you don't do anything and you're just doing it purely out of that you you don't know the person well enough to be able to call it so um, it does but, call into question, like, how do you know anybody is really virtue signaling in the first place? But it's fucked up because mm-hmm. even if you tweeted something like that or like, you know, trans rights or human rights or pick whatever, you know, you know, phrase or slogan you want that that could be seen as like progressive sure. or social justice. The fact that you are saying it publicly on a platform that you have with a lot of people following it and condoning and accepting it is an act in and of itself. <laughs> sure. So. <sighs> uh, uh, you know, actually, um, I, w- I was thinking about tweeting out something like this specifically. Um, did you hear about what happened at Smash, uh, at a recent Smash tournament? No. So there are some transgender um, players in the Smash scene. Mm-hmm. And at a recent tournament called Pound, um, the production slash commentators got the wrong pronouns um for uh some players and it became probably more of a controversy than it needed to be i think it was pretty clear it was just like an accident Mm -hmm. nothing intentional and that sort of thing um and so you know uh i think the ceo whatever um gimmer he he put out like a a statement about like you know hey here's what we're gonna do to fix things and stuff like that and i thought about like just tweeting out like hey if you're you know 
if you have a preferred, uh, if you're transgender or something like that, if you have a preferred pronoun as a Dota player and you want that, uh, then, you know, feel free to let me know. Uh, and I thought about just putting that out there um, just because I was just like, well, I don't know any, like, I don't specifically know any transgender uh, Dota pro players, but it's like, you know, I don't know a whole lot of their personal lives in general, you know? So, mm -hmm. like, how could I really know? So, I thought about tweeting on something like that, but I don't know. Just Dude, but that that would just that would be virtue signaling. Probably you don't actually care. You just want you just want to write. You just want to get those tweet likes, don't you, True. buddy? True. And it, it's also like, well, if somebody does want to do that, I I feel like the thing is, is that if somebody, the act of doing that, like if somebody does respond to me and say, okay, you want you use this pronoun for me, I feel like that is them coming out very publicly at that point in time. Mm -hmm. um, They'll which, get flamed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they'll, they'll, they'll definitely probably get some some negative results from. Also, there might be some trolling, you know, somebody, some, some fucking, <laughs> I mean, after what just happened, I wouldn't put it beyond any fucking Dota player to be like, yeah, please refer to me as she, her, <laughs> you know, uh, and, and then I go on to do that. And, you know, and I was just like, ah, there's too many, like, I can't trust the Dota player base to be mature enough about this. You know, that's basically <laughs> what I ended on. You're going to get a Twitter notification from, <laughs> from, from demon that says like, I'm an attack helicopter. And then you're going to throw your phone across the room and be like, why are you still here? Um, yeah, yeah. so. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that was the thing that happened recently. And it got me thinking about uh, what what to do about that for the Dota scene, but yeah. As it stands right now, I don't believe any Dota players have. I, I also thought about this. Considering the sheer number of Dota players, we have to have some gay Dota players, some pro-gay Dota players, right? The stats are just in the favor of that. There's so many of them, right? But we don't actually have anybody who's openly gay in that regard, right? I... I think that's true, but I'm only saying that because I don't know. And I'm assuming that if there was someone who was a bit more prominent, like we would probably know. But like, e even with behind the scenes knowledge, I don't think there's anybody who stands out. Um, yeah. And, and it makes me wonder, therefore, like, I, I feel like uh, that means very likely there are some closeted Dota players, or at least like they aren't willing to be public about it. Which totally understand if you don't want to be public about it, no matter what. It's yeah. like, I, I I get like your business is your business. I'm pretty private about some things about me as well. So it's like, I get it. But uh, it also makes me wonder just like how many people, if, like if there are any Dota players out there who just haven't said anything because they're afraid of the feedback that they would get, you know? That's almost certainly the case. I, I, yeah. I, I think you're right if you're looking at it from like a mathematics perspective. Uh, even if yeah. it's a small subset. Um, yeah, just compared to like uh, some other scenes, you know, I'm just like, okay, like we surely have some people in our scene. And so it just very likely means that they don't feel like it's uh, it's friendly enough to be honest about themselves. Yeah, there's probably a bunch of a reasons, shame. but that's, that's a big one. Yeah. Um, this was an episode that I would say skews heavier <laughs> a little bit yeah. a little bit we 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 little bit sorry uh all that happened uh want to round it out uh with 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 a question from uh from uh patreon.com slash side poll uh when, when i get this episode out uh by the way for all the for all the patrons one thank you two there'll be a new post going up to refresh the questions for the month of may so also thank you for that and if you would like to to ask a question it's just just a, a five dollar uh patreon tier patreon.com slash side poll you can support us we get more of a cut than like a twitch sub and it allows uh cap and me to, to have dinner a couple nights a week yeah thank you all right question for this week kenneth alford who was one of my longtime viewers and subs uh at what point should talent be expected to live near dpc studios surely at some point it becomes more cost efficient for the studios and healthier for the casters to have normal commute can't be fun or cheap to live in hotels for half of the year. Um, so yeah, it's 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 actually kind of I would say like 
if there was like maybe like four less weeks in a year, I would say, ah, this question's a little ridiculous. But it, it, three seasons, six weeks each, let's say six and a half, closer to seven if you're doing if you're flying in maybe a day or two beforehand and you have tiebreakers. So, you know, seven weeks times three, uh, 21 weeks. I mean, just off of the fact that I know there are talent, <clears throat> myself included, who would not be able to work a third season um, because of the Schengen days involved. Basically, um, if you don't know how uh, the U.S., or not U.S., but um, there are some general um, visas when it comes to going into Europe for periods of time. Mm-hmm. And it's referred to this area as the Schengen area. It's a part of Europe. Um, basically, you can be there as a, so let's say, I know U.S. citizen is part of it. Canada is probably part of it. Um, I know, like, um, Mira is a, she has to abide by Schengen days as well. So it's probably like a, a pretty broad plethora of places. Um, basically, you can go to Europe, um, but you can only stay there for 90 days out of 180. So basically, you can't be over there 50% of the time. Um, so my Schengen days, um, I would not be able to work this major and the third season of the DPC without a specific visa. Um, my current setup, just what allows me to go to Europe, um, I would run out of days if I if I went there for both the major and the third season. My assumption is that visa costs money for your employer. Yeah, I would have to get some sort of work visa, um, and that would cost ESL money and time, paperwork, and all that kind of stuff. So um, that that is um, an issue. So. Um, that is just an example. Me, it basically means I've spent fifty over fifty percent of my time in Europe. So it does call into question, like, at what point is it just like better to like be there? Um, and I would agree with that. If that was the case, if the if we had longer than year long contracts for the DPC, the problem is with Valve is that you just don't really know what you're getting. So if Valve signed a contract with ESL for the next five years of the DPC and ESL then in turn signed a contract with me for the next five years of that DPC, um, then yeah, it would be in consideration to be like, okay, do I just move to Sweden? At that point in time, would it just be easier uh, for me to move to Sweden and for them to get me some sort of um, visa as a contractor? Or maybe they even hire me straight up um, mm-hmm. and I become an employee of ESL or Dream League. But kind of like what Blizzard is, or Riot would do. Yeah, exactly. Um, the problem is, though, is that these things year are just year to year. Um, so valve uh, determines who the the people are uh the tournament organizers are for the regions for the year of the dpc but i don't think there's any information about the following year yeah i i think to if, I, if i'm to understand what you're saying and simplify it basically there's too much in, in uncertainty from valve even season to season sometimes to bring or hire people like that because the tournament organizers don't really know. But in a perfect world, yes. But we're like e- ESL cannot be held at the whims of Valve for for more than three months at a time. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> so that is um, a big reason why you won't see something like that. But it does mean that they have, like, for example, they bring in Wagamama every Saturday. Um, they, uh, they have him take an overnight train, um, every Friday night shows up, works on Saturday, takes an overnight train back Saturday night to Sunday. Um, and he does that every week because they need like one extra person on Saturdays because Saturday is, uh, the longest day of the broadcast. So they pay him, uh, <laughs> They pay him for that day, and they pay him a half travel day on either side. Um, so that's just like one example of like proximity being important, I guess. 
it's nice from production standpoint to be like, oh shit, like, you know, if, if BTS ever really needed to and you're available, they have like a caps an hour away, break glass situation, right? Like it's, it's nice to have that. Yeah. Yeah. Chances are, um, if I don't end up doing anything full time for the third season, I'll probably do a little bit of work with BTS, um, here or there. So, um, simply because I'm nearby and, um, Depending on the current situation, I might try and make that full-time next year, just because not getting hired for the third season, it's like, for this season, it's like, I don't want to do that again. So I got to, I want full-time work. I want to be hired for all the seasons. Make the bread, homie. Um, That's all. I got for you this week. Thank you again, everybody on Patreon. Thank you to everybody who's in the Discord chatting about the episode and going, it's Tuesday. And then I go, or Capsick, or I'm working, or whatever. Uh, we, yeah, we're, sorry. We're, we're late this time because my voice literally was not working yesterday. You can <laughs> still kind of tell it's a little off, but little, yesterday was not working at all. A little bit, but, but both of us are very active, actually, in Cap's Discord. If you want to join, there are links all over the place for it. We'll put one in the, in the episode description. Uh, so come say hi and tell us your favorite part of the show or why we're just virtue cycling cucks. Or play Wordle. You could play Wordle. Have, have, you, have you done the Wordle that's actually like, like for, for songs where they just play like the first second of a song and then it gets... No, I'd be terrible at that. Oh. What's... Uh, not, uh, uh, hurdle. Not 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 like you're jumping over it, but but heard like H E A R D L E, hurdle, wordle for music. Check it out. 